Hello, hello again. Welcome, welcome to another exciting episode of Carving the Divine TV. My name is Yujiro Seki, and I'm the director, writer, and the producer of the documentary Carving the Divine. Uh, Carving the Divine is about the Buddhist sculptors of Japan, and uh, I'm ready to present it for the first time in the world. But before I do so, I thought it would be a great idea to uh, introduce basic concept of Buddhism and the history of Buddhism. So when you guys finally watch my documentary, Carving the Divine, uh, you guys can watch it at the maximum value. That's why I started Carving the Divine TV. But more than that, I just really want you to expand you guys' horizons and to learn about the different philosophies and the different kinds of knowledge you guys are not familiar with uh, uh, in daily life. So I'm very excited to have you back. Mr. Professor Bolin. Welcome back, Mr. Bolin. Thank you so much. I love your energy, Yujiro. It's really, really high. It's really, really good. And I'm stoked to be here with you. Let's unpack some more wonderful stuff today. Great, great. Awesome. So, you know that people talk about God or gods all the time. And I want to know, you know, some of the major religions talk God differently, or maybe they have something in common. So in case of a Eastern religion, like a Buddhism or Hinduism or other uh, religions, like I don't know if Taoism uh, 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 is a religion or not, but you know, I, mean, I would like to know the concept of God in Eastern religion. Uh, please tell us, tell us a concept of God in Western, Eastern religion. Sure. Well, that's a really exciting, rich, wonderful topic. There's so much to say about it, but maybe I'll start here. Uh, let's just compare West and East for a moment. So by West, I mean Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. And by East, we mean Hinduism and Buddhism and all the rest. And there's a kind of an interesting difference between those two. In the West, we, we, we tend to think of God First of all, it's monotheism. There's only one God. We, we tend to think of God as the highest level of reality, and everything came from God's mind, and everything that exists poured out of God. So God's the, the apex, the highest thing in the West. In the East, they handle it differently. In the, let's start with the Hindus. Out of the Vedas, we read that all of this, the cosmos, all energy, all matter, all consciousness emanated from Brahman, from the one, which isn't even a god. It's, it's, it's the ground of being. It's, it's primal sacred energy from which everything pours forth, including the gods. And that's the key difference between East and West. In the West, God is at the top of the hierarchy of reality. But in the East, the gods, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, uh, Ganesh, and all of the others, thousands and thousands of Indian gods, are all poured forth from the ultimate reality, which transcends gods. So gods are personifications of the energy of the one of which all of this is. And that's how we all connect together. So that's a starting point anyway. Great. That's interesting. So uh, can you expand up on that? So because uh, if you know, there are so many gods, I think it will be difficult for uh, 
West, Westerners, Western people who believe in Western religion to understand why, you know, you believe in so many gods, uh, right? I think. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, I guess contained in that idea of, of, of polytheism of many gods is the idea that the infinite is really boundless. It's, it's uncontained and uncontainable. And so we human beings naturally want to see the divine in our own terms. You know, there's a Greek, an ancient Greek playwright, Xenophanes, who said, if horses and cows had gods, they would probably look like horses and cows. We, 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 make, we make gods that we can recognize. And so all of the gods and goddesses of Hinduism are anthropomorphic, mostly. They're, they're human form. And they have all kinds of personalities and they have their little specialized tasks. And I think underneath all of this is a very powerful human experience, namely devotion. People in religions all over the world want to have a, an, an open-hearted devotional relationship with the transcendent. You can't love a cosmic idea the way you can love a goddess or a god who cares for you, who knows you, who looks back at you, who you feel in your heart. So devotion drives this plethora of personifications of the divine. And so Hindus don't try to worship all of them. They tend to focus on a few in their own lives, in their own temple, in their own home temple. And so there's just this recognition that, boy, there's all this great diversity. Let's just enjoy all of it. But I think every Hindu understands that behind the mask of every god and goddess is the one reality, Brahman, from which all of this comes. So they, 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 they kind of have it both ways. It's, it's, it's polytheistic on one hand, but there's still underneath the surface this recognition of deep, deep unity, which includes even us. That's awesome. So, but since uh, you know, this is a, uh, a documentary about the Buddhist statues, so I would like to ask you, what about the uh, Buddhist pro practitioners? Uh, are they, do they think like uh, Hindus or they have uh, some variations on what they believe in about God? Is a Buddha God? What, uh, tell us. Mm. <laughs> well, there are different ways of being Buddhist, aren't there? And so there are in, in Buddhism many devotional Buddhists. This is a predominant form of Buddhism in Japan, in China, in Taiwan, in, in, in many Asian societies, in many Buddhist cultures, devotional Buddhism prevails, where yes, Buddha and other Buddhas, uh, bodhisatt bodhisattvas, are seen as as, as deities, as seen as divine beings um, who exist in a celestial realm and who we can chant to and pray to and whose grace assists us in our efforts toward nirvana, toward becoming a better person, toward becoming happier and more whole and more prosperous and more pure. The Buddhas help us do this. So there are many uh, forms of, of divine Buddhas. But there are also Buddhists like Zen Buddhists and Theravada Buddhists who might be more inclined to see the Buddha as a historical figure who lived long ago, who taught us how to meditate and how to awaken. And now we follow in his footsteps. 
we don't worship him necessarily, but he is a great example to us who left the Dharma, the teachings that we now follow. So there's a lot of variety in Buddhism. I think the Buddhist deities are very much like the Hindu deities, though. There's this recognition that they have great divine power, but ultimately we're all one anyway. Beautiful. That's a beautifully done. I, I think I have nothing more to say. I think people learn a lot from this episode. So thank you so much, uh, Professor Bolin. So uh, we want to know more about you, uh, Mr. Bolin. So uh, what's going on in your world? And uh, tell us uh, your activities so that we can follow you and learn more about the, uh, this tradition and uh, your wisdom. Well, thanks, Yujiro. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place just like you are. I got Twitter. I got Instagram. I got all kinds of Facebook stuff going on. And, of course, my own website, my own mailing list. My website is peterbolin.com. And on the calendar page there, you'll see all the upcoming talks and events and links to my blog where I put all my published writing. I, I write columns for two different magazines. And they're usually about all this kind of stuff. So if this is your thing and you're watching this, so it probably is, Come check out peterbolin.com and you can see other activities that I'm involved in. And uh, it's a thrill to be here with you and, and to help you get this base built uh, upon which we can launch your, uh, your amazing film. That's really going to make a difference. I know it is. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So I'm very excited that you are here uh, with us. So uh, yeah, if you guys think uh, this information is useful, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, and like me on my Facebook, and also subscribe my email, email, email as well, email list. So uh, yes, that's how we do it in the 21st century. That's right. And the 22nd. 22nd, 23rd, 24th, <laughs> it's coming up. So thank you so much, Professor Bolin. See you next time. Okay, thanks, Yujiro.